Welcome to Side Dish, your podcast about Longmont, all the stuff you want to know and very, very little that you need to know. I am Eric Ozempa. I am Brady Steffel. <laughs> hey, Brady, how's it going? And what's your up to? It's going. Um, look at this. There, I want to cheer here. Um, I've been working on my motorcycle, one of my motorcycles, a bunch, which has been fun. Nice, nice. So, which one is it? I have a 1978 Honda CB550K bike. So That's it's, cool. a, it's an old 550 Honda from this. Yeah, series. exactly. That's going to be a lot of fun. It is, um, but I got it here, drove it a little bit, parked it, and it's got four carburetors in it. And uh, if I, you know, like I don't know who listens to this, but if you if you know about old carburetors, you you just don't let them sit for a couple of years and then try yeah. to jump back on and fire the old pig up because. <laughs> She wasn't having it, so the the front brake was seized, so I was like sledging it around the the gravel driveway, just like Kelsey had to help me push it, and then you know, so I got that unstuck and um, got it to run. I think it's running on like two of the four cylinders right now, which is a hoot. Um, so I wound up pulling off the carburetors and completely disassembling them, and I bought a um, uh, an ultrasonic bath, and I've been taking all the pieces off and sticking them in the bath. Oh, yeah, yeah. Them. With oh. some water and some pine saw, and then pull it out, rinse them off. The whole thing's been basically reassembled. I need a couple more parts. It's fussy, but I I genuinely enjoy doing that. Like that's oh, yeah. that's my oh, kind absolutely. of deal. I really I enjoy see. getting into a project as long as I knew it's successful. Sometimes you get down those rabbit holes, and you're like, oh crap! Well, that was fun. It's well, like yeah, seven eight hours of my day, or four weeks, or whatever, and all of a sudden it doesn't turn out well. But you know, I guess it's in the adventure. So. Yeah, and I mean, I've had this thing for oh man since like. 20 2008 or something i've had it forever and um it's never really run quite right when i bought it, it was kind of rough and the carburetors that were on it were kind of rough and I've, I've cycled through a whole bunch of these things and um i'm at a point in my life where i've got like my shed i cleared out a bunch of junk in my shed and i drove it up into the shed so now it's in this covered space that i can run a space heater and, and set up all my tools and stuff instead of just losing bolts into the gravel which i've been doing my entire life because i've never had a good workspace so can take a bit more time with it and just like leave things spread out and nobody's going to touch it. I can lock the door and walk away. And so I spent like all day yesterday doing that. And, uh, I've spent more time, you know, last week and stuff doing it too, but I got up and went out there at nine 30. And then at six o'clock, Kelsey's like, so you want to eat literally anything today? I get these modes. I had like one date and half a dozen chips and then like four cups of coffee. It was my entire day. So it's actually been, you know, more than normal. I decided I needed to, to pick something back up and get at it. So that's pretty cool. You know, I was going to tell you, like, gosh, that cold front came in, you know, let's, let's shift to the weather, you know, yep. Yep. Cold yep, front yep, came yep. in about six o'clock. I was like, Holy cow. It's pretty dark. Yeah. And I was out in the, in my little shed, you know, and I was in there and I had this, this uh, ultrasonic bath going and that thing is hot and steaming smells like, just, I mean, it was pine solly as all heck out there. It was unbelievable. It was hard to breathe. And then I had a space heater going and I'd been out there all day in the sun. And then I, I opened the door to leave at the end of the day. And it's like, holy smokes. <laughs> That'll cause a bit of contraction. That was, that was, I was chilly. Outside. I was outside like with my new pizza oven and like freezing my butt off, but only takes yep. minutes to cook a pizza, which is cool. But still, holy cow. Yeah. I really noticed it. That's for sure. Yeah, you know, and I want to tell everybody, I want to paint a picture for all the listeners right now. Brady is like sitting in this very comfortable chair, just hanging out a, a chair. I might add that he has created himself. I built, yeah. I built this good woodworker. And I'm sitting here in a stuffy office chair. So I just yeah, want to well. give the backdrop of like two people and their different lives here. He's surrounded <laughs> by guitars, lounging in a chair. And I'm sorry. I'd never, I'd never leave my house, Eric. You know that. <laughs> 
<laughs> all right. Um, what do you have here? First of all, I want to give a shout out to Tiger and Wife. Um, we actually ordered some food and I have to tell you, um, we're actually going to have the main part of it tonight. And then yesterday they delivered some really cool donuts, um, really neat flavors and very cool, exceptionally done. So anyway, just a shout out. They're not a sponsor. Um, so just in all clarity, I just wanted to just give a shout out to them because Katie, they, Katie, you did an awesome job. So I think it's excellent food. So I can highly recommend it. So. Yeah, and I want to say the same thing. Uh, Bill uh, Teasdale, who's on not so yeah. long ago, offered to send some beans out our way, and um, I, they were good. I ran them through the espresso machine, and the, the only the only downside from my perspective is that they were full caffeine, and I have been on the half calf life for a long time, and I was just like it was like vibrating for the entire week it took me to drink them. So, yeah. uh, but turned out good. So I want to say thanks, Bill, and go check out Nimbus Coffee. Yeah, no, it's good. It's really good. And he's in a different, I know he's, he's got his beans in a few places and I can't remember offhand where they are, but anyway, right. you can look it up. Uh, let's see what else you had a few notes or tidbits and one of them. Yeah. So Weld County, Weld County wants yeah. to secede, I guess. Uh, yeah. they, they want to leave. They want to go to Wyoming. Some people there anyway, I can't imagine it's everybody, but, um, yeah, I don't know all the details. I don't really think it's going to go anywhere. So I didn't figure I needed to give it a lot of headspace, but okay, you know. Yeah. Well, and actually, this is kind of their foray. And uh, they've, they've done a few things like this before. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to torque off any of the Weld County listeners because I'm sure we have tons. But, um, <laughs> but you know, it, it, it does make me laugh because I think they wanted to leave the area again before and I can't remember what they wanted to do. Either they wanted to become their own county or something or split off or I have no I don't remember, but it, it seems to kind of come up from time to time. Yeah. So um launched an effort to get out of measure on the November ballot that'll explore Colorado County becoming part of Wyoming. And it's like, all right. I don't know how life's going to change appreciably. Uh, you know what it probably is? It's all those strongly worded letters that the Longmont City Council sending over to the County of Weld. That's probably true. Put yeah. your masks on and stuff. Like, we, we're admonishing you. That said, <laughs> exactly. I would have thought I could get this out of the world too. Um, I bought that, uh, the, the ultrasonic bath thing and a, a nice one's like 500 plus bucks. So I bought the Ooh. Chinese knockoff, you know, yeah. which is significantly cheaper. And on the side, it's got the warning thing and it says admonition. <laughs> it doesn't say caution or yeah. it just says admonition and it's you know like plug into voltage can cause whatever and it's like admonition it's okay a, sure why not absolutely so, yeah oh. <laughs> it's <an> admonishment <laughs> it close guys i think you're looking for like in french to be small, so maybe maybe there's some weird cross-pollination i don't know whatever just funny funny english funny translations yeah so what else, what else do we want to talk about here? I probably should have hooked you up with my father. He probably has one of those baths from his previous career. So he could have well, given you I one know. for free. So I would, well, if he's got a bigger one, I'd still take it. I can only get okay. the whole, you know. Well, I will, I will definitely check in. On find that. out. Um, you also have the Longmont leader sold too. As well. Yeah, I, I do. Um, this surprised me. Um, Longmont news startup changes hands is the headline. Thank you. Greeley Tribune. Um, so basically McClatchy Co, uh, publisher of newspapers around the nation shifted gears on its like compass experiment and it's going to spin off the Longmont leader online publication to a Canadian company, Village Media Incorporated, effective March 1st, um, which is interesting. Um, they had basically just said that they're not really seeing a path forward for profitable local media, 
uh, news sources and stuff like that. Uh, and so they're gonna they're gonna spin it off and sell it off. And um, I mean, how long's the Longmont Leader been doing their thing? Uh, well, under before the we current current iteration, less than a year. Yeah, because it was we were still in the studio. Yeah, and then COVID hit, and then yeah. so it's been like a year. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I know McClatchy was, or let's be honest, it was kind of Google that was helping them, right, 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 right. do this. And so, um, you know, they were helping them fund, and I'm guessing they don't didn't see a full way forward. So, yeah, yeah. Village Media posted on their website um, in the description. They said, "We live, breathe, and thrive in small markets. Uh, we value being involved in our community." Da, da, da. So we'll see. Um, we'll see. We'll see. I thought that they wanted to do more of a community sourced sort of funding model and stuff is what they wanted to work toward. But well, and I think that's just the difficulty. It's just trying to figure out how do you fund local media? Everybody's yep. saying we, we need it. We want it. But how do you come up with a funding model that doesn't include really deep pockets like, you know, yep. first or somebody. So, yeah. right. Right. All right. Well, we have our guest with us. I want to welcome in Curtis Jones, who is the owner um, I'm going to probably butcher like your formal title, Curtis, but you're the owner of Botanical Interests. And I don't know if there's any other acumens or any titles you want to add on to that. But Botanical Interests is located in Broomfield, Colorado, but does shipping probably across the nation and maybe a little world around the world. But no, not at all. <laughs> That's right. It's an ag product. You probably can't ship it anywhere else other than the United States. There are a lot of rules. Yeah. So uh, Botanical Interest does seeds. And so since we're kind of getting into gardening season, I thought it'd be great to have Curtis on. And he also lives in Longmont. So how awesome is that? So um, Curtis, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? First of all, I want to point out to Brady that he is a vinyl head. So mm. he loves vinyl. So it's pretty cool. He likes some of the, the 70s rock stuff. And he's got some pretty nice equipment. And he's probably all in on, on uh, standing speakers, I think, is what you said, too, as well. So anyway, Curtis, tell us about yourself. Uh, well, uh, 26 years ago, we decided to go into massive debt and, uh, and take up all our spare time and, uh, and start a business. I had worked for another seed company. I uh, didn't like the way they did things and thought, well, we can do it better. And uh, it ended up working out that way. Uh, we've got about 600 varieties of flower vegetables and herb seed packets that we sell to uh, garden centers and um, independent uh, hardware stores. We're the primary supplier for Whole Foods, natural grocers, sprouts. Um, and we've become, uh, we've kind of become the company, the go-to company for independent garden centers. And um you know, the independently owned um, hardware stores, uh, which is which is nice. Um, growing a little bit every year until last year, and then we grew a lot. And uh, um, that was, uh, I'm not complaining, but it certainly presented its own uh, set of problems. And uh, I kind of thought this year would calm down just a little bit. Nope. At all. Everybody's, still, everybody's still gardening, huh? Oh my God. And there's even more people now. And most of my competitors don't have the, at least of the smaller companies don't have the capacity to pack as fast as we do. So I don't have a single competitor right now that's shipping to retail stores. I'm the only one. So one of them says they're going to ship in three weeks, one of them in six weeks. And so my phone is ringing off the hook. Hey, we're a new store. Can we get seed? And it's the kind of thing you dream about. 
And then when the reality of it happens, you have nightmares about. Uh, but I'm not, again, I'm not complaining. It's been, it's been really nice um, for me, for my employees. Um, we were able to give our employees bonuses this year, which is really nice and hire more people who might not have been employed uh, because of the restaurants, that type of thing. Um, so uh, yeah, so it's, it's, it's been good. I have no complaints. I'm so having what, fun. So Curtis, what, I don't want to ensue panic, but should people be concerned about the seed supply and should they be you know, ordering now or should they be going to their local nursery and getting their seeds now or, you know, oh. <laughs> obviously, um, right. As somebody in the seed business, yes. Order often, order early. Yeah. Normally I would say that except that, uh, I'm struggling keeping up with the orders. At least I'm shipping orders compared to the other the other companies. But uh, um, yeah, I, I would if I were if I were 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 someone. I mean, we're 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 out of some varieties, and some of those uh, will come back in stock on, and others will run out of again. So it's kind of a kind of a hit and miss. I mean, if there's something we don't have, we may have it two three weeks from now. So uh, so yeah, I would suggest people get in, and and they already are. Um, one of the nice things, <clears throat> excuse me, about our business is that we ship all the initial orders in January and February, and then the reorders start coming in in March. Well, there's another thing that's really nailed us this year is the reorders are coming in now and in January, and we're filling initial orders. So it's the perfect storm. And um, so, but, <clears throat> but yeah, um, not being self-serving and wanting people to wait a little bit longer um, yeah, they should, they should come, they should get their seeds. And so we're, we're into shameless plugs here. So what's the website then that they should go for botanical interests? Well, the first thing they should do is go to retails, the local retail okay. stores. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I've definitely you seen you, you in, um, like flower bin, right? Flower bin. That's yep. and that, that, that account I started servicing myself when we first started the business, they were my first customer and, uh, they had probably, 22 different seed suppliers. And, and my goal was to get rid of all of them except me. <laughs> and uh, I'm down to, we're down to three total. Me and two I was going to guess that there'd be two or three total yep. in there. Cause I've been in there a number of times and bought without knowing. Uh, yeah. Bought, bought a fair amount of the botanical interest seeds. Over there, oh, thank so. you. Yeah. I appreciate that. I have a daughter in college and that helps. <laughs> uh, do it. Do it. I can a couple bucks at a time. <laughs> And the IRS loves me now too. Yeah, I'll bet. <laughs> well, okay. So, you know, and, and Brady and I have mentioned the flower bin several times because we absolutely love them. And, you know, they, and I think um, Curtis, you were kind enough, oddly enough, I ran into Curtis actually at the flower bin as he was stocking seeds. Uh, this was like a couple of years ago. And I just happened to say, oh my gosh, I love these seeds. They're so awesome. And he's like, oh, I own the company. <laughs> like, I'd love to see the facility. And so then he graciously gave me a tour. And oh. um, I think you also use the flower bin seed starting mix, I think, to do your testing. Is that, is that? Yeah, we, we really like their mix. And, you know, I really enjoy going in there. Um, I've been servicing them now for 26 years and I met some really nice people, um, and uh, it's been a good experience. I think I calculated the other day that I've been in there 1,200 times wow. in the past 26 years. So I was kind of hoping when they were doing their remodeling, they would build me my own little office there. But uh, <laughs> they didn't think it was a good idea. I bet my wife and I have been in there about half as much. It's when yeah. we're bored. That's just yeah. where we go. We just drive down. It was pretty close. You go in. It's like, oh, let's go look at pots today. You know, just whatever. Yep. Such a nice store. 
But we're also available in the Ace Hardware on Main Street, which is yep. a nice store. Um, and we're available in um, Sprouts, uh, Natural Grocers, um, and um, Whole Foods. Uh, and yeah, so um, we're we're in we're in several places in town. What's so, the what's the the getting seeds? What's that all look like? Like I have no idea what the process is for cultivating and and preparing and packaging and whatever seeds what's so you need a tour first of all that would help yeah. a lot um but um basically we buy bulk seed from all over the world and mm-hmm. then we do everything else we we have the machinery that packs the seeds we have the display racks um we have the the pop material the point of purchase material the header cards and um when we get the seed in we test it uh test it for both uh, gmos and um and uh, germination and make sure the seed quality is good. Mm-hmm. And um, I would say it's a really simple operation, but when you have six to 700 varieties, it's not that simple. Not at all. I mean, it's a heck have, of an Excel spreadsheet. Uh, <laughs> I wish I wish that would work, but uh, uh, yeah, we have, um, we have um, uh, six to 700 varieties. So you have six to 700 parts of empty packets, and then you have six to 700 uh, pounds or six to 700 items as far as bulk seed. And then you have six to 700 finished products. So it makes for a really big database. Yeah. So Kurt, Curtis, you're, I, I want to say the artwork on your seed packets is so phenomenal and so mm-hmm. awesome. And the descriptions you provide and, you know, some of the products you're doing, I'm not a huge, you know, I think Brady would agree with this is this idea of getting away from plastic and you've done some really great kind of disposable, I should say disposable, compostable, pots and that sort of thing for those people who like to do seed starting. Um, You know, do you have a whole art department that does all the the graphic design and that sort of thing, or where's the inspiration come from? Well, yeah, um, we do, um, except for the paintings actually come from independent artists. Um, Most of them were trained at the, or a lot of them at the Denver Botanic Gardens Botanical Illustration Program, which I believe we finance. Um, so then, then our graphic artists take their artwork, scan it and put it onto the electronic file with, with the packet. Um, our packets are also unique because the inside of the packet has information on how to garden, mm-hmm. which has worked out really nice. Cause a lot of the new gardeners are younger. Um, just going in the flower bed in the winter, I look at people, I'm like, these people are younger. It has nothing to do with me getting old, but, um, I- I, I'm gonna take just the smallest issue with this. Um, with <laughs> my wife and I um, being the 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 old folks that we are. Um, yeah, right, right. But we went in to do um, which on like a Sunday morning or something. The flower bin was doing a bulb informational thing. Like a, you go in and we'll teach you when to plant bulbs and da 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 da. And we must have been the youngest two people in there by three three decades. When, when was this? Oh, a couple of years ago. Yeah. Okay. That's what's changed. Okay. Uh, ever since the pandemic started, it completely switched. And I think, I think a lot of young people got scared uh, when there were food problems at the grocery stores and um, just a lot of, just a lot of things changed. And I think people decided maybe it was time to be a little more self-sufficient. They had time because they were at home and uh, yeah, go go in there now on any given day. There was an article in the Wall Street Journal about how houseplants have become huge with young people. Mm. And I know Jeanette, who at the flower bed, who runs their cactus and houseplant area, she can't even keep up on supplies. They're selling three, four, five times what they did last year. 
Wow. Yeah, they're and, uh, kind of pottery. I, I will I will attest to that. I was there, <clears throat> excuse me, a while ago, and the cacti area is just overrun. And usually by just young people. I mean, it just yeah. blows my mind. And I'm not yeah. I'm not young by any stretch of the imagination. So it's it really is there's a marketed difference between the gardeners of old and there is a, a very big succulent scene now and i've seen it <laughs> chop up on no like this is there's if you go on reddit there's a succulent subreddit and they go nuts for succulents yeah it's there's there's vibrant communities of people talking and they're just taking pictures of their collections and moving them outside and making sure they have light and you know, I'm talking about Brady, I'm just envisioning gangs with succulents in their hands and like uh, a <laughs> and the other, you know, right. out. <laughs> <Just> out there, <laughs> just, uh, ripping fat clouds and like <laughs> their plants in the other hand. Uh, my baby, my my prickly baby. Yeah, that's right. Um, but you know, what, so Curtis, what what sort of trends do you think we'll see? Do you think it'll kind of the, that that demand will remain the same, or do you think it'll level out, or what do you think? It may level a little bit, but I think we're on a roll here. I think uh, I think a lot more people are interested in it now. Um, I don't think it's going to fall back much if it does. Uh, I think it's going to continue to be popular. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's it's a good hobby. It's it's um, it's tasty. Um, it's home, and anything home has been doing incredibly well. Uh, try buying a bicycle right now. Yeah. Secondary equipment, bicycles. Yeah. It's crazy. I only have seven of them and I really want another one and I just can't find one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm out of control as you guys. You, are. No, you're great. No, you're awesome. So um, one other question too, and, and we'll let you get back your day, but uh, is there any variety? I hate to put you on the spot here. Any variety or a new seed or something like that new product that's come down the pike that you're like, this is the coolest thing in the world. Uh, yeah. We actually have potatoes by seed this year. Oh, wow. Yeah, not tubers. You just plant a little seed in the ground and it grows into a plant and produces potatoes. They're about this big. They're not the big ones. They're the small ones. But they, um, yeah, that's that's really fun to be able to offer that because what's happening in the industry is that there are shortages of everything. Um, and you can talk to any of the garden centers and it, it's, it's a problem. And um, so who knows how long the potatoes will last, you know, I think Jeanette uh, doubled or tripled her order on all, a lot of those things. And, and even then, that's not going to be enough. Um, and so that that would be nice for people who like to grow potatoes, have yeah, that option. Awesome. And then one yeah. final thought is, is that we love the fact that you're local. You're doing some really great work. And, um, you know, one thing that we lament is the fact that we're very fortunate that we have the flower bin nearby. That's just really cool for us as an independent, you know, gardening center. And I was so sad to see Paulino's go out of business, you know, a few years oh. ago. And that one just killed me because I used to go there every once in a while for some things I couldn't find at the flower bin. And I was so shocked that it, the, I'm guessing that the, I had heard a rumor that the, the matriarch or patriarch had passed away. And so the kids got the property and they decided to do something different with it, but I'm not sure if that's true or not, but yeah. that's, you know, there's always good and some bad. And I think with the pandemic, um, I think the independent garden center slide, which had, 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 was happening. The chains were kind of taken over. I think that's been arrested. Mm -hmm. And I think, um, I think, I think some of the, you know, because they did so well last year, I think you're going to see some gain momentum with people who don't necessarily want to shop at one of the chain stores. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so it's, um, there's some good in all of this. 
Well, um, yeah, and, and I thank you so much for doing some good for all of us uh, with botanical interests. And uh, thanks so much for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. My pleasure. Anytime. Awesome. Uh, I live in Old Town Longmont and enjoy living here. So uh, I yeah, will be yeah. around a while. He's yeah. literally down the street from you and I, Brady. So it's like on different different sections of the of, of Longmont, but we're literally down like you're to the south of him, I'm to the east. So it's kind of funny. Yeah, I'm right near the golf course. Which yeah, I originally realized you can cross-country ski on. Yeah, my wife does that. She goes up there about two blocks away, so she'll go up there when the snow is good. But yeah. then she complains that um, people take their dogs and run all over the the tracks and stuff on there. Yeah. So, <laughs> but once in a while, you get some good you get some good skiing over there. Yep. Awesome. Thanks, Curtis, for joining us. Have a good Thank day. Thank you so much. My pleasure. You guys take care. All right. Thanks a lot. All right. Bye. All right. So we were very fortunate to have Curtis Jones from Botanical Interests on. And I just I am just so excited about the gardening season as I normally am this time yeah. of year. Pretty soon it'll be time to start seeds. And, you know, I'm pretty crazy about starting tomato seeds. And Eric's always been very generous with us. He gives us well, he gives a lot of people uh, starters. So he got a lot of tomatoes and stuff in particular. And we always appreciate it. Um, we get a lot of varieties from you that are sort of non-standard or stuff you know would you know it's not just like a what are they beef whatever tomato beef yeah steak. so some beef steaks and some other things you know the thing right. is is that I, that was one of the things i did last year that i will continue doing that i just really never thought of i usually grow out a ton of tomato plants because i'm just like oh i just like to grow yep. plants and such but you know i uh, undoubtedly have many more than i than i can you know successfully plant so, you know, I'll give them to friends and some family members and that sort of thing. But eventually that runs out. And then I go, gosh, what the heck am I going to do with these? And, you know, I could find other places, but I really don't feel comfortable, like, just throwing them somewhere in my yard. So um, last year I just put out a table that said free heirloom tomato plants. And I put descriptions on them. And I'll bet they, they like, in a couple hours. Of that. I'll bet. Yeah, I'll bet. It, that's such a, it's a great thing. We love getting them. Um, and Kelsey, I mean, I'm not a fan of raw tomatoes, but Kelsey – really likes raw tomatoes and raves about all the different ones. We've had really good luck here. So um, tomatoes work pretty well. Well, it's funny. I hated tomatoes up until about the time I was like 35. I actually hated them. I didn't mind tomato sauce. Right, I tomato sauce. Is like, like, maybe when like, I'm 40. a raw tomato. That's like the grossest. No, the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yuck. So, hey, um, you had one other thing too on your list that, uh, you know, car, car, car sales declined. And oh, yeah. I don't think anybody's so, surprised by that. No, but, you know. no, no, no. I can't imagine anybody is. But yeah, apparently, according to the Times call, Colorado vehicle sales have declined uh, or did decline 12.5% in 2020, which is, that's pretty big. Um, I have to say, like, we we did buy a new car at the end of 2019, yeah. I guess. Um, and that's nice. You know, it, it was a nice thing for us. We had our other cars for quite a while and, and we felt fairly comfortable doing it. Um, I can't, I cannot believe how many people go out and buy brand new cars uh, as a rule. Um, but overall that that's down. And I'm guessing between people not needing to be as mobile, like you don't have to get around very much right anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah, true. You're not going to go to visit people as much people just not feeling as comfortable with um, their financial situations. I'm assuming on a whole, um, you know, it's it's not all that surprising. So, biggest surprise to nobody. Uh, might be the time to go shopping for a car, though. If, <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> you want to well, you, you, you want to buy when when uh, the new models are out and they've got a bunch left over on the lot that they want to get rid of. You know, that's there you, you want to go. 
Um, that is one thing that we should have an expert about that I never understood why it's like the one thing that we buy that there's still a negotiated price. It's right. the weirdest thing. I mean, it yeah, is. granted, a house has a price on it and then you negotiate from that. Right. But a car seems like a mystery to me. Car, yeah, cars are. And it's never apples to apples. Yep. Never, ever, ever. You know, so even when we were shopping, it's like, well, we looked at Nissan and we looked at Subaru, we looked at Honda, yeah. we looked at Toyota, we looked at. I think we looked at Hyundai and like some of the other ones and you're going, okay. <laughs> so yeah. you get your list of the stuff you want, you figure out how cheap you can get it. And then you figure out who's got it. The nice thing I will say about buying a new car is that you can, you can call up four different places and say, I want this car in this spec. What's the price. And then they go, it's this guy. I'm going to get it better. And I we had a good, good time at, I guess it's Fowler now, the Honda place in town. So yeah, yeah. shout out to them. We, I fairly painless. Yeah, uh, going there. Uh, yeah, the last time I bought a car was online too. It was kind of cool. Did most of the work online, and then yeah, yeah. So and now cool. I have one to sell. I've got we've got a Mitsubishi, and like we've had it forever. Like we've had it. It's a 2010 Mitsubishi Lancer. It's a fine car. We don't ever drive it. It's got like sixty thousand miles on it, and it's like um, ten years old. That's great. You know? yeah. We don't. We it's don't. Awesome. But we don't drive it. Like we went up to drive it not too long ago. Battery was dead. It's like yeah. about six months since we've got it. This stupid <laughs> thing. <laughs> like I put more. I would, I said to like Kelsey, like I wonder if we paid more to fill this thing up with electrons last year or more with gasoline because like we had to put a new battery in it. I'll bet we only ran a couple tanks of gas in the thing. We might have spent more on the battery for that car in the in the last twelve months than we have in gas. So it's like maybe we should just get rid of this. Just sell it. <laughs> well, you know, it's um, it's a good time to sell a used car. Ironically, yeah, you know, I had to sell great. a used car. I sold my daughter's recently for her, and um, it was it was really pretty painless. So, yeah, depending yeah. on what it is, but you know, there are some people who are looking for some used cars. So, it's yeah. just a cheap mode of transportation. It doesn't have to be perfect. So, ours is a couple cosmetic flaws, and yeah. uh, you know, otherwise, yeah. it's super low miles, driven by mostly Kelsey, who you know takes good care of stuff. So it's really. Crazy. I kind of feel like we've devolved. We've devolved into like car talk now. Well, oh, we are off the Tabber Brothers. You know, we'll be like <laughs> anyway. Yeah, um, I do want to mention one other thing before we uh, we conclude here for the day. But uh, one of the things is that it is National Pizza Day tomorrow. You know, you got to enjoy that. So, rock on, Atlanta. Rock on Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> and even with your dietary restrictions, you can enjoy some fine pizza, man. I know you can. It's got to be made out of like broccoli these days or like cauliflower crust. The way you don't want cauliflower food. crust or broccoli or anything? Yeah, all right. That's, uh, my my issue is always that they call something, you know, I got a really rigid idea for what something is in my mind. And then they call it, it's like, oh, it's pizza. It's like, eh, I mean, it's got a lot of the pizza stuff going on. It's like when you have chicken uh, chili or something. I'm like, I don't know. It should be like a a different type of meat other than, or like tortilla soup. Somebody calls that chili. It's like, just call it something else. And something I'll, else. It doesn't have to be perfect. I won't, yeah, I won't have this tethered in my mind to something else and then be disappointed. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, why can't it just be something else? Right. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, Drop and that's like a meat. that's like a theme for life. Why can't it be something else? So, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Oh. Hey, any, anyway, want to say another shout out to Curtis Jones for um, being with us on the show today. Really appreciated his insight into botanical interests as well as the garden scene. Um, as always, I'm watching Brady do a little jig and dance here to our music. Uh, thanks to Andy Epler for our intro music. 
And uh, also thanks to David Cutter for our music of the week. Find us on Amazon Music, Allegra, Alexa, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, where you download your podcast content. Reach out we to love us. all the, the shares and the likes and stuff. Go, as the Absolutely. YouTube kids say, go smash that like button or whatever you have to do. I don't know, man. Well, and then reach out to us at SideDishLongmont at gmail.com. We have heard from several people, and we just want to say thanks so much for sending us tips or information or, heck, where we screwed up. So yep. let us know. Thanks, Brady. Thanks, sir.